Hello, everyone, and welcome to our Circle Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Armstrong, and with me today, which is the day of all of the things, it's Amon. How you doing, Amon? Back, back, back again. This is the first time I'm podcasting with Taryn and not talking about Big Brother, so it's quite the nice change. Yeah, it's such we- a great show to talk about. I'm excited. Yes, we d- we did we did chat about the Circle UK on Twitch a few times, but we it was did. not an official podcast. We did, we yeah. did do Twitch. That's that's very true. So <laughs> this is familiar territory for us. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. I'm so excited to be back. I'm so glad that RHAP is covering this um, because this show, like, literally, come on, like, I don't know how much you've already talked about it in the past two episodes, but it's it's amazing. Like, and I was everybody was like very you know apprehensive about whether or not the American version would live up to what we've seen and. I might even go ahead to say right now that I'm kind of enjoying it better in just these four episodes than I enjoyed both the fucking UK seasons. So it's it's looking pretty good so far. Strong takes. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, so uh, this we are going to be covering episode three in this podcast. Uh, I have only watched up until episode three. I have not watched episode four uh, yet. So uh, this is, I know nothing about uh what happens me neither um, I, I didn't want the uh episode four to taint my uh my opinions of what's going on so i i staved off the interest <laughs> all right well um in the first episode we lost uh alana did you have any thoughts on uh alana um i she seemed like a cute girl sweet girl i you know i still sort of like you know I find it very ironic whenever people like supermodels and, uh, you know, actresses or whoever go on these types of shows and they talk about how much they are getting judged. And I'm like, a piece of me is like, oh, God, like what a what a hard life you must lead. But, you know, I mean, I, I sort of sympathize with her. I, I feel like she really did try to be genuine. It just did not register. And I feel like everybody is, you know, as soon as you put model in there, people are just like, OK, well, bye, girl. So, I mean, I felt bad, but I guess that's just the way the cookie crumbles, I guess. Yeah, I, well, I, th- I think it's interesting because I do think it's true in a, in a way. I think that uh, when she is that that pretty and she says she's a model, I do think that people start to look at it with like more of a critical eye than they otherwise would. Um, I think it's just a matter of like, is that the same kind of like judgment as somebody like maybe Siobhan uh, gets? Right. Because uh, it's not right. It's It's a different kind of criticism. Right. No, and I, I agree. I, I think that it's, um, it's, it, it, I mean, you know, she, they do have struggles. You know what I mean? Like it's everybody, you know, comes with preconceived notions about them and they have to sort of, you know, circumvent that. Um, so, I mean, I, I, that's why I said I felt bad in the, that was, she was the first person to go. But at the same time, I'm like, uh, is that the worst possible reason to get eliminated on the show? I mean, yeah, she's, I mean, I had like a, a little cute little interaction with her on, uh, on Twitter, which is kind of cool. So, Hey, girl, if you're listening, <laughs> oh, yeah. um, it's uh, it's I mean, really, it's uh, skinny queens is just a mistake. <laughs> yes, I was so I like I was laughing my ass off when I saw that she, that was what really ticked Sammy off. I'm like, wow, this girl must not spend a day on Twitter because <laughs> that is literally all that you see. Skinny legend, legendary skinny, skinny queen, skinny icon. Like it's all over the place. I was like, it's lost on her. Lost. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Alana was the first to go. Um, she went and met uh, Sammy, of course. Um, and then in the last episode, we were introduced to uh, our new player, Miranda, um, mm-hmm. who I was like, oh, is also just like stunningly beautiful, uh, just like every woman in the cast is, uh, you know, has in their photo right mm-hmm. um and that's what i said to i would just said to Haley, like if i were on this cast i would be so suspicious of the women because so far they've just all been stunningly beautiful women and there has to be more diversity than that so clearly the catfish are women yes it's uh she she is gorgeous and you're right they're, they're, all of them are like filtered for the gods on the photos and even <laughs> in the natural photos it's it, breathtaking like i you know I'm glad that I'm not straight because I would have a hard time <laughs> during this season. Oh my god! Yeah. Um, so uh, in this episode, Miranda uh, had just watched the Never Have I Ever sort of game, and uh, she was really taken with Mercedes' answers. And so uh, Mercedes is the person that she chooses to go on like a hangout with. Everybody else is going to get buffered uh, <laughs> with the spinning wheel of death <laughs> while they get to hang out and get to know each other. 
Yeah, that was cute. I really like the uh, little buffering. It really just sort of like adds just another layer of anxiety to the players when you know you can't interact already. But um, I was um, I was interested that she she went after Mercedes so quickly, being that she is sort of like you know attracted to her. Um, I'm not sure if I would have like had the balls to do so, but I guess you know in this you know this kind of format, it really does give people sort of like some some courage to sort of say things that they normally wouldn't um uh in person so i thought it was a, i thought it was a good uh olive branch to extend yeah something, something that i i really started to notice in this third episode was just like most of the interactions that we're seeing are flirty interactions and that's certainly something that we saw in the uk version as well but i feel like it's even more amplified here and i wonder how much of that has to do with the more strategic element of the u.s players coming in um and, and I keep you keep seeing people go like, wow, this is getting flirty like so fast. Yes. Um, and I think it's because normally when you flirt, you're really, you know, you're edging around things. You're trying to be a little okay. You're not too forward. Um, but in this game, when you start off slow and you start to like it just quickly builds because mm-hmm. both players don't want to be too held back they don't want to be too reserved because they're playing a game and they want to make the connection and so it's a lot easier than people usually uh experienced i think to flirt with people in the circle because of all these like because of the game element if and like it weirdly i think it's much easier to flirt and i think it surprises people how quickly it, it happens yeah i i think that's probably part of the reason why i said that you know i'm really enjoying the season a lot more than i enjoyed um the versions in the UK because they are sort of just like straight for the jugular and all of them do comments on that like oh wow like they're really going there but then they'll turn around and do the same thing in another conversation so it's just like yeah they're they're just they're they're all there to really really play a game and I'm I'm excited and and I I think that it's you know just it just really you know ups the stakes a lot more because you never know what can happen because is somebody going to say something that's going to piss somebody off in the next couple of sentences and it's, it's it's great Yes. Um, so uh, Mercedes is going to receive a gift from uh, Miranda, uh, a, a black box with uh, some uh, some alcohol and a chilled wine glass, which she is very pleased. Oh, Miranda, really great choice. As though Miranda chose to, she was like, actually, I want the glass chilled for her. Uh, like she probably didn't even know what was sent. I'm always like super, super like, I'll be so afraid because, I mean, obviously it's going to be something good, but you never know what they're going to send. So the fact that people attribute those gifts to the player that sent it, I'm like, okay, girl, (laughs) like with what money? When did they buy it? Like, you know. Um, so something that uh, that we talked about uh, with Haley was that um, that now the, all of the actual women um, in the show, uh, meaning not uh, Rebecca, um, are uh, are are open sexually. Um, uh, they uh, they uh, they have either dated or are willing to date women, um, and there's a lot of flirtation that happens between these women, um, especially with Miranda and Mercedes here in this mm-hmm. conversation. Uh, as the, the the flirtation gets it gets intense quickly. Yeah, it. I mean, it, it got so intense that you know Miranda's <laughs> already saying that you know Mercedes has like a spot in her heart. I'm like. Oh. You just met her two seconds ago, and all you guys did was talk about potential sexual connection. Like it's <laughs> it's it's kind of crazy, but I mean that really does sort of like open up an entirely new avenue for which people can play along. And the fact that all the girls minus Seaburn are you know into that is really you know like I feel like this is going to lead to like a very very messy outcome, and I'm ready for the fire when it begins to burn. So, yeah, you know, I, I know that uh, you 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 watched the Are You the One season that was like all LGBT. Yes, yes, covered. That I, I didn't watch that season, and I I'm pretty sure for me, like this is the first time I've seen like just multiple, like more than basically one, uh, like LGBTQ. Like, uh, it, and I'm I'm like, this is great. Mm-hmm. I like it. See, this is why. You know what? I'm not going to go down that end, but. <laughs> It's great. It's it's really great because it really just you know it like I said it just adds another layer to the to the conversation. It adds more context, and it, when people are so open, you know the, the, the possibilities are sort of endless in terms of like relationships and in terms of like you know the game. So 
Exactly. Like all of a sudden, instead of like, okay, well, there was this connection between Mercedes and Antonio and there's this connection between Alana and Joey. Now it's like, well, now it's real messy because yes. now there was one there and it could now there could be one with Miranda. But then and then she talks with Sammy and uh, like it's and, and, and then, of course, even Rebecca is going to eventually chime in and be like, I am also by curious. Yes. <laughs> he was messy for that. He was so messy for that. And I, I mean, like I the- mean, to, to be fair, like uh, I, I, I think it, it works, right? Because he's, he's admitting to his actual preference. Right? When in a row, do as the Romans do, you know. <laughs> so, I, and I, I really like the fact that um, that Antonio was not deterred by that. He was like, okay, you know, that's fine. You know, I'll be your number one guy for now mm-hmm. until you know I, I end up snatching you away. So. It, you know, sort of like, you know, her Miranda saying, you know, I, I, I had this connection with Mercedes really. That wasn't lo- the case for Antonio. I, I, I lost I lost you there for a second. Oops. Um, I, th- I think I think we got the the the, the point of it, though. OK. Um, all right. So, so Miranda and, uh, Mercedes, uh, in this initial conversation, the, the thing that confused me a little bit about this is that I, they were playing like sweet music behind it. Like they, oh, we're making this connection, but Miranda's getting catfished. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's like it, maybe it's sweet, but it's also, it's a lie, right? Like yeah. she, she's being tricked. Um, but then everybody's going to get to see Randy's profile. Um, and of course, uh, Joey, who has just been like frothing at the mouth over, uh, Sammy's new picture and Alana being real, uh, is now also like, Oh, oh." can I just say that Joey, obviously he is put on this show because he is, you know, a character an Italian stallion as, as it were. And everything in my body is telling me to like, not like this guy, to despise him, to trash him. But he is hilarious. Almost <laughs> everything that comes out of his mouth makes me fucking die with laughter. He is so, so extra in all the best possible ways. I just, I love it. I love it. <laughs> he's definitely a character um, so uh, th- this is when uh, Miranda is also going to reach out to Antonio she finds him attractive she wanted to talk to him um, she feels like a good way in is to ask him how to poach an egg because he says he's a chef and he does not know how to poach an egg he said he didn't even know what poach was <laughs> he said scramble that scramble that egg and go about your business <laughs> that was yeah. so, so hilarious like to me this felt like okay so he's portraying himself to be like this great cook great chef right Mm -hmm. uh he's asked how to poach an egg something pretty basic that most people know how to do but he doesn't know how to do it so like my response to that would be like okay this looks bad so i'm gonna then i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you something fancy i'm gonna tell you something like that only a cook would know but his response is i'm gonna just scramble them (laughs) may throw some what is throw some cheese salt it like (laughs) I mean, to his defense, I don't know how to poach an egg either. But, but at you least... wouldn't put in your profile that you're a cook <laughs> or a True. chef. At least tell her to just put that thing in there and boil it until it looks like it's, you know, <laughs> poached. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how well that would work. <laughs> uh, so uh, they, they they do the flirting. This is, you know, uh, as you as you mentioned, uh, that he can be her number one guy. Um, then uh Chris and Joey are going to uh to talk a bit. He's uh Chris is or sorry, Joey is up in the uh the jacuzzi on the roof and uh he's talking about how uh-oh when you get too many drinks in me the the bathing suit comes off. He's like I said, he's just like where like where he's just he's such a he's <laughs> He's such a person. Like I, I, I really, I, I just feel like he's. I feel like he, he's really one of those people that's like really, really being authentically himself, and it can be, it can be so abrasive to some people. But I, I enjoy it, and I feel like, I feel like for somebody like Shoe Bomb or um, excuse me, to Chris, it's like, I think that I mean, at least for in my experience as a gay man, I really, really appreciate it when I'm able to have conversations with straight men, and it doesn't, they're not weirded out by it, they're not, you know, it's not like a thing where. People feel like I'm being a predatory gay. Or I'm trying to, you know, convert you or whatever. And you're able to just have like an amicable relationship with somebody. It's just, mm-hmm. it's it's really great. So I'm, I'm, I was very pleased to see the little connection that the two of them began to build. Yes, they they seemed to bond over uh, getting naked at parties. Which <laughs> there you go. 
You got to start somewhere. You got to meet them on. You got to meet them on some kind of level, you know. Yes, and so they're going to have a little bit of an alliance starting to form. Um, Chris is seemingly retaining his ability to always be the person that leaves the conversation first. Mm-hmm. Um, which, first one on, in, first one out, baby. Good on him. <laughs> um, then uh, Rebecca is going to uh, start a private conversation with Shuby. Um, and uh, they've been bonding for a, a while now. They 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 created an alliance, you know, day one. Um, this is verging onto flirtation territory, though. Um, which you know, I, I was like, hey, hey, hey I, I I like you, Rebecca, but don't go mm-hmm. too far with the flirty with 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 Shuby here. I don't want to get his. I don't want his heart broken. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um, it is sort of starting to get a little because Shuby, he's he's interesting because he um first of all the irony that he's a virtual reality designer and he doesn't like to you know engage with social media which is essentially just another virtual reality um but because of the fact that he doesn't really engage with it um he's he's probably one of the most authentic people in there like he seems to be very very much affected by a lot of the stuff that goes on um and the thing the words that are the words that he reads like he really takes everything to heart so i am a little bit worried that he is going to get particularly attached to rebecca and um, if they both make it that far, I'm going to be interested to see how all of that uh, goes over well. But at the same time, I feel like he's so he's so nice of a person that even if they do make it to the end and he finds out that he's being catfished, he'll 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 be bros with Seaburn. Yeah. So I, I think it'll be fine. I, I, I think it'll be fine. I just feel like I mean, personally, um, I think that uh, Rebecca uh, could just be himself. Because I think that he's a nerdy guy. Shuby's a nerdy guy. Like, I think they would get along. Um, It's just use the, you know, the profile as basically like the the skin, but have your personality be what bonds with Shuby. I don't think you need to to add the flirting element to it. I I don't think so either. I'm I'm very much enjoying um, Seaburn. And it'd be so interesting to see him play as himself because he's 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 funny. He's hilarious. I love him. I I love the fact that he, you know, like he's like um, starting the drama with the girls and he's like, ooh, (laughs) this is getting good. Hey, girl. I'm like... He's guy? so animated in his reactions. He is. He's hilarious. <laughs> um, so uh, they also do a little bit of strategic planning in terms of like, uh, let's make sure we're you know we keep each other in the top, mm-hmm. um, that sort of thing. Uh, so then Mercedes creates a group chat with Shuby and Chris, and she calls it Mama's Boys. Very weird. Yeah, because she's playing somebody that's younger. Yeah. But she's taking on like the mama role. Yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, whatever floats your boat, whatever, you know, creates camaraderie between you and other players, I guess that works. But it it did give me pause. I was like, I'm not sure I would have named the chat that maybe like my boys or I don't know. It was just kind of weird. Yeah. Well, and then like Shuby at one point calls her like mom, like like mama or something. Yeah. And like, I think that this is better than her trying and failing to be like a younger person, like play into who you are as much as possible. Yes. Because the more genuine you are, the better you'll do, I think. Um, But also, uh, I don't think you have to be this blatant about like calling yourself the mama. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's like a, that's a character trope that has to be prescribed to you by other people. You don't like sort of like dictate that yourself, but I mean, like I said, whatever you need to do to create the connections and have whatever makes you feel the most comfortable and allows you to be as authentic as possible. I'm all about it. So, yes, Mercedes is another person that I have enjoyed. I think she's really funny. Um, and I liked hearing her thought process in this group chat as she is basically like, OK, they're asking if I talked to uh, mm-hmm. to Miranda. Should I tell them? Well, I would like to keep that information to myself, but if I don't tell them, then what if Miranda says it and then I look sketchy? And I was like, yes, good. Keep on Mm -hmm. that track. Mm -hmm. Um, And ultimately, she, I think, correctly deduces that she should divulge that she had the conversation with Miranda. Um, She didn't seem like had to uh, reveal too much about the conversation itself. um, And it did make Shuby feel good that she trusted him enough to tell him about it. Yeah, I, I, I enjoyed watching that, too, because I enjoy just like how, you know, she's really playing the long game right now and thinking multiple steps ahead. And I feel like a lot of them are actually doing that and really, you know, weighing out, you know, what what's the best what's the best course of action to take? Because 
Like I said, like if you don't, if you don't divulge that you did talk to her, it is going to be very, very sketchy if it does come out. Um, so I think I, I, I agree. I think that she, you know, sort, sort of like came to the right conclusion and letting them know because, you know, I mean, and you know that on top of the fact that all of them seem to be, you know, very, very straight to the point. Anyway, you might as well continue that same energy because that's like that. That's not like taboo when it comes to this group of people. All of them seem to be very, very straightforward. Um, so you might as well just, you know put it all out there and just be as honest as possible. Yeah. I think the idea of trying to control the flow of information on a game like the circle is, is a losing battle for the most part. I think that like you can, you can find maybe like one or two people that you really trust and you can tell them things and probably uh, feel good that it won't get back to anybody. But, uh, but in terms of like what Antonio tried to do with Mercedes in episode two saying, Oh, it was Sammy's fault. Like that's really dangerous uh, kind of behavior, I think, because uh, that's going to, you don't know this person enough yet to tell them something so volatile and, and trust that it's not going to get back out and and fall back on you um so i think that uh in this case uh it's the opposite where instead of withholding like withholding is the thing that would come back on her because i think that it would obviously get like nobody's gonna it's it's not gonna be like a mystery who did she pick we'll never know yeah uh it'll come out and so it's good that uh, that she went out in front of it yeah, I, I agree. I mean, it's you, you have to sort of like, I mean, there's just there's too many people, there's too many factors and there's too many like conversations that you would not be a part of for you to even attempt to to create whatever narrative that you want, because people are going to talk amongst themselves in, in group chats and in individual chats. Like, it's just it's just too much. So you might as well try and keep I mean, creating a web of lies is already difficult within itself, but it has to be exponentially more difficult in a situation like this where you're just restricted to one room and you can't be face to face with somebody and like use your heart, body and mind. So I can convince them that what you're saying is true. Like it's yeah. You, you just, just she, she did the, she did the right thing. She did a good yeah. job. <laughs> um, so Shuby and Chris both are not, very fond of Miranda so far. And it seems like one of the big mistakes that she made was in her profile when she said she was single, very single. Um, that, that set off alarm bells for Shuby and Chris, especially given how sort of beautiful and flirty she is that, uh, they're like worried that she's going to try and manipulate people using her flirtation. Um, and that saying she was very single was an indicator of that. Um, I don't think they're correct in that assessment. I think that she just like genuinely wants to like find somebody. She yeah. seems uh, a, a little bit um, like like she really wants to find someone. Um, and I don't think it's coming from a manipulative place, but uh, but it is coming off that way. And so ultimately uh, a mistake, it seems. Yeah, I don't I don't think that I would have even like thought that way um, had she put that on there like i like i feel like if i would have if i were gonna read you know i'm single very single maybe it's because i'm also a hopeless romantic so i feel like i would have like i feel you girl like well me yeah, too that's, that's the thing when she put that down I, I felt like oh that's that feels genuine to me yes. like it like that feels like something a genuine person would say right. but then it didn't play for the rest of the play players so i don't know shuby is interesting to me because he's t- like he, for someone that seems to be very, very into the, the unfiltered self and being as authentic as possible, he has a hard time reading what's real and what's not. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 like I, I just I love how trusting he is and how overly analytical he is, but just willing to engage. Um, but it doesn't always lead him to the right to the right conclusion. So I'll be interested to see how he continues to progress in this game. Yes. So Mercedes says, uh, "Don't worry." I'm going to I'm going to keep a sturdy 10 foot spoon <laughs> between us. That was weird. <laughs> I don't understand this. <laughs> Is this a thing or did she just come up with spoon? I don't know. Maybe it was a conver- part of an earlier conversation that we didn't see. I don't know. It was strange because they both seemed to catch on to it. So I was like, OK, yeah. spoons. Great. <laughs> um, and then of uh, hashtag three musketeers, which is the most overused alliance name uh, of all time. I know, right? <laughs> Except for maybe Quattro. Um, so <laughs> we're also we're gonna get another uh, group chat uh, that Miranda is gonna start with Rebecca and Sammy, and this is not gonna go well for her. Um, and, and right away, again, I felt like Sammy was not into 
uh, Miranda right away. I felt like I felt like she got a similar sort of vibe that she did from Alana in the sense that she was very skeptical right away. Very like mm-hmm. looking into reading into everything. She why hmm, why is Mercedes not a part of this chat? And then like as the conversation went on, she was questioning more and more until finally she was just not not into it. Um, and uh, that's uh, right away. Miranda's going to ask like are so are you into not or what did she say? Uh, are you guys, are you, not are you guys just into, into men? Yeah, something like that. Something <laughs> weird, weird wording. Um, and this I did find this interesting because she says to herself afterward, like, you know, in real life, I wouldn't that wouldn't have been like what I opened with. Like, that's that's weird that that's like your opening line. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is the circle. And so for some reason, like it just felt more natural for her to, to do that. Um, and again, I feel like it's this sort of weird thing where like the flirtation is just like wide open. Um, yeah. and so it, like, you can just basically walk up to someone and be like, so are you into women? <laughs> <laughs> and it really, it kind of like shot her in the foot a little bit with like Sammy, you know, always ends up taking, cause it's the second time now that, something has been said to her and she does not take it the right way. Like what's mm-hmm. the thing with Alana and now this and which I, I guess I kind of sympathize with because there is like a, a, there is a certain population of by curious people um, for lack of a better term that will mostly date one sex, the opposite sex, but then say that they're, they'll dabble um, in the same sex, you know, once or twice, which really can be very off-putting for somebody that's sort of just like all in, no matter what. Um, so I, I understood like why Sammy sort of got annoyed by that, but at the same time, like it, it's Miranda. Like, do you do you don't know the girl yet? So like, like do, were you trying to date her? Like, like let it let it, let it be. Just like enjoy the enjoy the flirtatious conversation, create the get that alliance, and keep it moving. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. And again, it's I feel like it comes down to like word choice, which is so important in a game like this, where uh, both Rebecca and Sammy say that they're open, basically, Um, Mm -hmm. when uh, when 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 in Rome. Um, And (laughs) uh, and so uh, Miranda says that she mostly dates guys, but she enjoys a pretty girl like here and there. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think for Miranda, she meant it in sort of like a playful, like sort of like uh like in the previous episode mercedes being like no comment wink like pink in my flag Uh, i think she's trying to be like playful with it um but you can also kind of see where sammy might have read into like i enjoy a pretty girl like that kind of seems like you like you'll have fun like this that's for fun but not nothing serious right um and especially I feel like I feel like Sammy kind of felt like she was being flirted with in some way. And so she now she's like un- unsure about like what the intentions are. Is she being played? Um, and so it's ultimately just uh, does not end very well for uh, Miranda. Yeah, it, it's not. And I like I said, like, I, I, I can understand Sammy's thinking about it because it's, you know, it's you know, what anybody wants. Nobody wants to feel like they're being led on. And then like there's like a hard wall all of a sudden that like cuts you off. And I feel like that's probably what she felt like, with, you know, like her like, oh, saying, oh, well, I just dabble in it like just just for fun. So now she's feeling self-conscious like, oh, well, I just admitted that, like, I didn't tell anybody else this until you ask. And now that I've opened this mm-hmm. part of myself up. Now you're like telling me that it's not entirely what I thought it was. Like this is kind of strange. So like, yeah, Sammy, Sammy, like she she keeps her cards very close to her chest, and I'm wondering. Just um, I'm I'm interested in Sammy. She um, I actually had like a little cute interaction with her on Twitter as well, because when she did have that interaction with Alana back in episode one, um, with the whole skinny legends thing. Um, I, I, you know, I commented on that on Twitter and then she quoted the tweet saying like, I'm sorry, like I'm a girl that likes to eat. I was also like a little hormonal that day, but like, I get it. I was like, we got you girl. Like, I get it. You're like, you're good. You're good. Like, We, we, we understand each other. <laughs> she is. She is. Inter- I feel like she is. Uh, and, and I talked about this a little bit with, with Rob that like, I feel like this show even more so than big brother and survivor really exposes how prone we are to like instant judgment mm-hmm. um and because i think it's even more dramatic in this show and it's something that the audience of reality shows do it's something that uh 
we as podcasters do because I'm watching the show looking for things to talk about, but like, uh, but like you will watch the show or you will be in there. And I think that we do this in real life too. Mm-hmm. And you look for things to dislike about somebody or like about them. Like you're trying to form any opinion on them. And because of that, you are being judgmental. And so I think that, that, uh, that Sammy is probably the person who does this the most in that, in that building and in the circle, because I think she really likes some people and she really dislikes other people. She's very quick to sort of like pick apart things and figure out like, I like this and I don't like this. Um, mm-hmm. And we're seeing that play out. Uh, we first saw it with Alana and now we're seeing it with uh, Miranda. And I'm very curious to see if that, uh, if, um, if that ever changes, like if, if Miranda sticks around, can Sammy's opinion of her turn around? Right. And I, I think that it can. And I, I agree. I think that it makes it a lot easier when you're able to sort of like, because you're, you come into this game with little to no information about anybody else. And even, if, even the information that you get, is it real or is it fake? So you really sort of like, it makes it easier for your brain to sort of understand your surroundings. If you're able to just categorize people and say, this person is on my lines. This person is not, this person is the enemy. I like this thing. I don't like that thing. And it makes it easier for you to, you know, judge like, who should I send home? Who's going to block? Like, who should I spend my time talking with? Like, so it just, you know, it makes it a lot easier and it's, it does, but it doesn't allow for a lot of nuance. And I feel like that can really screw you over and, in, in, you know, in conversation and, and in the game. So. Yeah. And, and, and I think like, again, like as the audience, the audience generally doesn't, I think, want to like everybody. They want there to be villains. They want to root against some people. Yeah, so I saw somebody just tweet that actually, like other we, we need a, we need a true villain right now to make this like, to make this epic. And I was like, I was sort of like enjoying um, just like the, the characters that we have for right now. So, yeah. well, I feel like I feel like people will just generally create their own villain. I feel like mm-hmm. give g- any given cast of a reality show, um, the audience will generally find a villain that they hate with the same intensity as every other villain that they've watched on a show and a hero that they root for mostly at the same level of as other heroes and sometimes it's a little muted in either direction but mm-hmm. like i think it it matters more that they're the worst on their cast than who they actually are in comparison to like like the worst person on big brother 17 or whatever uh probably got as much hate as the worst person on big brother 20 right mm-hmm. like yeah and i don't even i don't know i'm not saying who those people are necessarily i don't even know off the top of my head but like it doesn't matter how bad they actually were for the most part as long as they weren't like seriously bad um you will just generally find like i really hate this person because they're a terrible person or i really hate this person because they were mean that one time or i really hate this person because they went against my favorite it's usually around the same level of intensity um and i feel like that's that kind of goes into this idea that we're really just trying to find reasons to separate people out into the good camp and the bad camp um and it's just uh, this 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 show i think really confronts that and makes me think about it at least right you know i i feel i feel like you really have to i think the name of the game for like the circle and and most social experiments is and i think i've talked about this before um when we talk about my brother but i was an ra in school and there was always this thing called the the first three days rule and it's like if you do not establish a connection with somebody in the first three days that you meet them it, it's gone like it's, it's going to be gone and i feel like a lot of the times um in the circle and in big brother you have to the fr- like the first thing like the first impression that you make with that person um that's really going to dictate how they are going to delegate you for the rest of the season like if you create a, a strong establishment with somebody okay you're pretty much good there's like you you have to really really f up in order for them to not consider you their friend in the circle whereas if they find something that they don't like about you in the first three days or the first three hours or whatever. That's it. Like now you are the villain in their story and they, you need like that. It just, it just makes it easier for people to operate because it's, you know, when you come, when you don't have any information, you go off of what you can. So. Yeah. And, and obviously like, like forcing you to rank all of the other people is obviously going to make you start to think in a much more critical and judgmental way. Um, And it's, it's interesting. It's interesting. Interesting stuff. It is very interesting. (laughs) Now we are going to take a quick break for our sponsors and we'll be right back. And we're back. So let's get back to the show. All (laughs) right. So it's ratings time. Uh, And Joey's upset. He was in the middle of cooking Brussels sprouts. (laughs) Joey's like always at 11. 
<laughs> yeah, I think Matt uh, tweeted, Matt Ligori, he said, uh, why does uh, Joey speak with every breath of his body every time he opens his mouth? And I'm like, that's the perfect way to describe it. It's just every word is like this. Please just honestly- give me more beautiful women. <laughs> and let me cook my Brussels sprouts. Yes. And my toothbrush. And honestly, I can't wait to see what Rob Sestunino's impression of him is going to sound like. Did you Good. know it's coming? <laughs> Um, so, uh, Miranda cannot rate or be rated. She is immune. And I think that if she wasn't, she probably would have been going home here. Um, so we'll see how she's able to integrate it before the next ratings. Um, so I did write some of these down. Uh, I saw Shuby is going to rate Joey at number one, which came as a little bit of a surprise because I feel like they've focused more on his relationship with Rebecca than Joey, but they have, they do have a pretty good uh, relationship. Um, and we're going to see after the ratings that uh, they, they really talk about how, how close they are. Um, he puts Rebecca as his number two and he says, yeah, she's my day one. So number two, <laughs> yeah, we're going to rise to power by putting her second. Um, so uh, Antonio put uh, Joey in last at number six. Not surprising. Antonio, wait, say that again. Antonio, Antonio and Joey really at each other's throats. In the previous episode, okay. Joey really came at Antonio saying, uh, do you feel like an effing uh, jerk or whatever uh, for sending Alana home? My jaw was on the floor. I was like, are we doing this? Are you really doing this right now? Um, and Joey, of course, reciprocates. He gives, he puts Antonio on last uh, at the number six spot. He says, uh, the Darth Vader to my Luke Skywalker. <laughs> Um, Antonio put Mercedes at number four. So that relationship has clearly deteriorated pretty rapidly from uh, from when they were flirting with each other. Uh, he says he hasn't gotten much from her since the conversation post Alana's uh, blocking. Um, and Antonio puts Shuby at number one, which is interesting. He loves Shuby, um, but I haven't seen much interaction between them. The show hasn't really focused on their relationship. I don't know exactly how Shuby feels about Antonio. I think he likes him. Um, but I, he's got other friends too. He's a popular guy, Shuby. All of a sudden, yeah, Shuby really did rise to power because he, he, you know, he was seventh or eighth the first time around, and he seems to really be creating a lot of connections with people. And yet, we don't really get to see um him and Antonio's relationship. But but every time Antonio talks, everyone's like, yeah, "That's my boy," you know. And Joey says the same thing, and obviously Rebecca slash Seaburn feels the same way. So I think that Shuby is doing a lot more talking than we're actually seeing in the edited cut and i think that he's establishing a lot of connections with almost everyone so yeah and i think that i i think that this is not only in the sense that like i think that genuine people will genuinely start to do well on this show most of the time but also i think in this american version where it's strategic i think that it works even more to his benefit because he came in last last time and i think a lot of people saw him as an easy pickup um and so a lot of people reached out to him to try and be like hey you're my little brother right like mm-hmm. uh, people love the little brother little sister sort of like archetype um and that's why they're usually dangerous in big brother uh because they can come off as non-threatening and still be respected which is a hard combination of things to do um so joey is going to put chris at number two uh that relationship has 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 gone pretty well mercedes puts sammy at number five not a big fan of sammy uh after i guess they're you know sort of butting heads um (laughs) in the previous episode uh chris puts mercedes as number one he says she's a power woman i love her yes (laughs) um and sammy puts shuby at number six because she hasn't had many uh, interactions with him so i guess she's basically the one person that he hasn't had much interaction with mm-hmm. up until this point yeah you know I, I think that the rankings are pretty uh pretty reflective of how everyone feels about one another i feel like nobody's really trying to over like you know they're not thinking like over, like, they're not overthinking you know how they want to rank somebody right now and trying to be overly strategic i think that people are just being like you know what like if if we're if we're good with one another, then I'm putting you here, and that's what it is. And they're they're very like this cast is very just straightforward, and I think it, it I, I enjoy it so much because it makes it a lot easier for me to follow. And I just think that you know it, 
it just creates for more drama and more transparency. So, yeah, I, there's no like complicated math happening yet with like alliances and numbers. Yeah. Um, it's more just like, who do I trust the most to not send me home? Uh, I, I'm going to put them up top probably. Mm-hmm. Um, do, do we, can we get a, some more lights on you, Amon? We're starting to, to lose. Oh my God. You. Sorry. I didn't even realize. It's all right. Okay. It's definitely winter time. One second. That's what, it's what happens uh, when it, when you're recording and the sun is going down. If you don't have like, uh, if you're not prepared, just, you, you just get lost in the dark. I just got all cozy. Like, <laughs> okay, okay, now it's silhouetted. Okay, one second. <laughs> um, all right, I'll, I'll I'll continue to uh, to talk yeah, here for our I'm listeners. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sorry, so, guys. Yes, uh, Shuby and Joey have a conversation that where they basically talk about each other. They're like, uh, uh, Shuby says to Joey that you're the one person I would go to war for in this building. This came out of nowhere for me a little bit. Like I knew they were close, but I did not know that they were this close. Um, but the, the, we're brothers. I would, di- I would die. I would die for you, Shuby. I would die for you, just like Alana died. <laughs> I was like, I, I love, I forget who it was. I think it was Sammy that was, uh, when he put like the rest in peace line of the things. Like, God, really? Like, okay. Like, he's so intense for everything. Everything. Yeah. Um, but they apparently are very close. They're just like brothers. So, uh, so, you know, that's, uh, and, and when Shuby had said that, uh, in the Never Have I Ever had sex in public, and Shuby was like, not yet. Um, <laughs> Uh, Joey was like, uh, "Oh, just wait until I." Uh, yeah, I was like, "So you're gonna, you're gonna you're gonna take him under your wing to get him to have sex in public? Are you gonna are you gonna watch it happen to confirm that?" Like, what? He's so strange. <laughs> All right, so uh, new game. Ask me anything. We're gonna get anonymous questions uh, for the players, and they have to answer them publicly. Uh, so the first question is gonna come from Chris, and he asks Rebecca. Are you really shy or is that just a front for mm. easy likability? Mm. Um, I feel like this was a, a strange question. I feel like the tactic here, we'll, we'll discuss as we go, but I think the tactic is to ask a hard question that seems polite. I think you don't want to attack somebody or even seem like you are insulting them in any way. So I did not love this one. I feel like this is a little bit in between where you're asking kind of a genuine question, but you're, you're mostly just attacking a person. And I feel like that just opens it up for uh for people to defend the person um like oh that's not don't don't be mean um and so uh sammy immediately is i I don't think it's a lie i think she's really shy um and it gives rebecca an opportunity to say well my twin sister did all the talking for me growing up um and so i've i've always been this way um and then everyone is like super nice about it and antonio's like oh this is gross (laughs) the whole time he was just not amused by anything this is so fake you guys i'm gonna throw up it's hilarious but yeah i am um, i i agree it was sort of like a i mean i i i admire you know you really taking the you know the the, the name of the game essentially and asking the hard-hitting questions but i think that there is a certain level of finesse that you have to have in order for people to not just be defensive because yeah. you're, you're just going to create an argument and it gives them perfect leeway to go i mean I, I, you know rebecca did answer i think very like he, it was a good answer to have mm-hmm. but she could have literally just been like how dare you? Um, like she could have gotten very defensive and everybody would have been on her side and then you didn't get any information. So you have to, you, you got to tread lightly. Yeah. I feel like this was this Rebecca's next question is more along the lines of like what I would be looking for in terms of strategically the best kind of question to ask. So Rebecca asks Mercedes, who do you believe is a catfish? Um, now granted a little bit risky, you know, one catfish asking the other who they think is a catfish. Um, but I like it because it puts the uh, it puts Mercedes on the spot. Right. Um, it doesn't it, it doesn't say anything about the person who asked the question. Really, it's not like it's not, you know, putting anything on Mercedes. It's not claiming anything. It's just who do you think is uh, a catfish? And now she is in a position where she either has to name somebody and make an enemy. Uh, or dodge the question and look a little shady, like you dodged the question. Um, puts them in the tricky situation and doesn't really give them any sympathy either. Uh, it kind of puts them in a spot where most people are, are judging them, which is where you want them to be. Yeah, it's um, it, how do you escape? 
you know, like, how do you, how do you answer that question um, without, you know, screwing yourself over or, you know, not answering it without seeming, you know, like you're, yeah, it's, yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah. Well, Mercedes uh, attempt is that she says, you know what? I think everyone's a catfish. Like a little bit of a jokey answer, uh, avoiding the question. People still recognize that she's avoiding the question, but mm-hmm. I think this is probably the best you can do for the most part. Can be a little bit, a little bit jokey. Basically, by being a little bit jokey, you're basically saying like, "Of course, I'm not going to answer this." Come on, mm-hmm. uh, without being too confrontational. Um, so uh, I feel like that she she did an okay job here, given the spot she was put in. Um, and then, out of nowhere. Miranda just comes out publicly to say, you know, I think Sammy is too good to be true. And so she might be a catfish. I think she's going to take this as a compliment. <laughs> Woo! Of all the girls. Really the misreading girls. this, Miranda. You're really not great at this. <laughs> I really wondered, like, what was it that you got there with anyway from? Like... <sighs> You've only been there for like a day. You but don't again, really I, talk I, I don't think she was genuinely trying to say Sammy was a catfish. I think she was trying to make like a playful compliment. <laughs> Just really came off poorly. I think she was trying to flirt a little bit, but the, <laughs> her way of doing it again, real. And this one was even way worse than the first one. I think uh, in terms of like easily misinterpreted, you. You basically publicly came for her and called her out as a catfish and you thought it was jokey and fun and flirty. But obviously, like, she doesn't know that. She doesn't know who you are. You could be a catfish. And I feel like I feel like Miranda, like she's I feel like she's socially aware enough to know that because every time she sends something, she says, oh, you know what? I hope that they don't take this that way because they could. Well, it's like, but maybe you should really edit how you say it then. Yeah. Think about it. Oh, boy. So obviously, Sammy is not pleased about this and uh, nobody comes to her aid. She says, I'm not a catfish. You know, how how dare you? Um, And so uh, then the next question is that Antonio is going to ask Joey anonymously. um, And this is, again, bad example of how to do this. Antonio says, word around the circle is you're the catfish that everybody's trying to figure out. Is that true? Again, like, yes, you are putting the idea out there, but you're you're doing it accusingly like you're you, it, it's pretty transparent, first of all, to say everybody's saying this, uh, because if it's not true that everyone's saying that, then most people are going to be like, who's saying that? Mm-hmm. Um, and then if nobody's saying it, then it really, really makes it obvious who the person who said this question is, because <laughs> you're the person who has a feud against Joey. Um, but secondly, again, it's because the question is making the accusation, is making the statement, uh, then obviously Joey's going to be like, well, I'm not a catfish. No, it's not true. Uh, you don't get anything from Joey. It doesn't put him in any bad spot because he only has one answer to give and everybody's expecting him to give that answer. And then it gives an opportunity for people to come in and defend him, which is what happened. As Shuby says, I would stake my life on it. Joey is real. He went to war for him. He did. He did go to war for him. And uh, it's, you know, showing dividends towards, you know, well, can't talk about that yet. But um, it's a uh, I feel like I, I feel like I, I enjoy the season because of the fact that all the players are being very, very straightforward. But there has to be like you. You have to be strategic. You cannot just. Everything that you just said, essentially, you have to be able to, to finesse these questions so that you get the information that you want. But it's in a way that's very, you know, covert. Like, you're still playing a game here. Like, be direct, but be polite when you do it. Because it never, it never ends well when you don't. Yeah. And, and it's, it's interesting from Shuby's point of view as well, where he's basically going to come out and publicly defend um, uh, Joey. And that can be good because it certainly, it, it reinforces, like, you can have as many private conversations with one person as you want if you never if they never stand up for you in public if they never like prove that they actually are your friend in public they could just be playing you right like they could be saying the same thing to everybody they never have to prove it to anybody and you could be being played uh so in some ways it's good to prove your loyalty to a person by publicly defending them on the other hand i don't think shuby needed to prove to joey that he uh was loyal to him i think joey believed it already um and i think that not standing up for him in public like that i don't think it would have set off any red flags for joey because i don't think he was expecting shuby to come in 
for his defense in that moment um, because it's not really like Shuby isn't like the big protector in that relationship. He's the younger brother. The older brother is usually the more protective one. Um, and so with Shuby doing this, I feel like it kind of exposes how loyal he is to Joey. And I think there were a lot of other people in that in in, in the circle that felt pretty close to uh, to Shuby and might feel a little bit like, oh, well, how close is he to this person? Yeah, um, I, I did wonder as I was watching, I was wondering how uh, Rebecca would have felt about that, but we really didn't didn't see much of a reaction um and he did put her number two so <laughs> but um yeah um i i feel like joey is not the type of person that to shy away from conflict obviously he welcomes it on his front door and i don't think that he needs anybody to sort of come in and you know help him out i think that he is very very uh equipped to to handle um confrontations on his own so maybe not the best move uh by by uh yeah uh we did see antonio kind of be like shuby no yeah yeah we did see that yeah (laughs) um and sammy was also kind of like upset because she was oh shuby's standing up for joey nobody stood up for me what's up what's up with that um really reinforcing yeah all of her uh of her doubts about everybody So final question is uh, that uh, Mercedes is going to ask Antonio, have you solidified any worthy alliances with who? If so, basically. Um, Again, this is a much better question because it puts uh, it puts Antonio on the spot. Um, It does kind of also imply something, basically, that he's a strategic player that's creating alliances. Um, And I think he kind of fell for the bait by essentially saying, I ain't no snitch, Uh, (laughs) meaning I do have alliances, but I'm not going to expose them. Um, And I feel like this was not the best way to answer the question because he's basically explicitly saying, I'm not answering the question while also confirming that he does in fact have a couple of alliances. Um, and I, I feel like, I feel like Mercedes kind of got him a little bit here. Yeah. He should have just been like, I, I have been creating some very, very good alliances that I'm, you know, looking to expand upon. Um, and then left it at that. Like, yeah, well, like, I, like I've been building some relationships that I feel really good about. Um, you know, those people know who they are, like some, yeah. something like that, you know? <laughs> yeah, more at 11. Like, you know, like, well, well, because everybody already knows that people are creating relationships. So you can already answer that question without being too, too, um, too revealing. So it, it was a very, because uh, I mean, you're just making yourself seem untrustworthy by saying I'm no snitch. Mm-hmm. You know, like, are, the people that are that, that are in your alliance, maybe maybe they do appreciate it, but everybody that's not is like, okay, well, who? Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and of course, Joey does not like his answer because it's Joey, and uh, neither does Mercedes because. <laughs> um so mercedes actually like uh, like comes at him like uh like publicly um and calls him uh, a catfish okay karen okay he was uh I, I love with just how much reassurance he filled himself up with when he's like you know I played basketball i did this i went to lincoln University. I went to this school and this Which- school which is actually probably actually, you know what? I say that now, but actually, if I were there, I, that probably would have worked with me because my twin sister went to Lincoln University. So, and she was actually Miss Lincoln University. So I'd be like, oh my goodness, you must know my sister. So, like, <laughs> um, but yeah, he was just so like, oh yeah, that no one can think I'm a catfish after this. I'm like, why? <laughs> yeah. Why? <laughs> those are like the basic facts that like those are like some of the first things that you would figure out if you were going in as a catfish. Like, where did I go to school? What is my profession? Right. I don't know why. And I love that Chris was like, you don't think anybody else came in here with a story, honey? Like, come on now. Yeah. Um, So very bad. Getting defensive in general, just not a good idea. Uh, Mm -hmm. Just say, I mean, even at that point, like being called out publicly as a catfish like that, like, like, well, I mean, I'm not a catfish. I don't know what to tell you. Like, uh, like, just don't fall into the defensive trap. I think that we, our society at least, is programmed to assume that if you are defensive, you're lying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's generally how it works. Uh, so what can you do? What can you um, do indeed? 
Yeah. Uh, so then Shuby is going to reach out to Sammy because uh, he feels bad that she was called a catfish and she, um, she mentions that nobody, nobody stood up for me and he feels really bad about it. Yeah, this was a very um, touching conversation. It's one of those things that really makes me appreciate Shuby as a human being. He just he really takes everything that people say to him to heart and he, you know, he really, really fell for her and I don't know. He's he's a joy to watch. And I, I, I think that it was a good idea for him to reach out to her. And he didn't even try. And, you know, you know, it wasn't like he was trying to pander to her. He honestly was like, because when she said that, like, nobody still got still got from me. He's like, yeah, you know what? You're right. I didn't either. Like, I, I really screwed up. And it's it's great to see someone try and be there for someone genuinely, even in the midst of this of this game. So, yeah. And I think a lot of people, again, would just get defensive in that moment and mm-hmm. be like, Wait, no, you're saying nobody stood up for you? Is, it, is she saying that I, I should have stood up for her? Well, mm-hmm. and then they would have come up with an excuse as to why they shouldn't have, and and it would have caused right. tension. Like, right? Oh, I would have done it if I. But he he was just like, no, like I, like and like, why are you why are you calling me out for? I mean, why would I stand up for you? I don't know you as well as I do, Joey. Like right. that's uh, why I'm reaching out to you now to make sure you're okay. But now you're acting this way, so maybe I shouldn't. Like it could have gone so many ways. But exactly. He he owned it, and he was you know very very uh very insightful and very thoughtful so yeah and this is like the most genuine conversation i think uh we've seen up until this point on the u.s circle uh these things do happen it's it's interesting and just like how like the flirting is very open and very quick i feel like these kinds of conversations also work that way where it's very easy to just like quickly open up with people um in the circle more so than when you're in person uh i think it's there's is a different chemistry to the interactions that happen uh via chatting with the circle um and this is one of the results of that and so they really open up to each other um sammy talks about how she works with uh children on the spectrum and uh and that uh, she so she definitely understands you know what it's like uh to to feel like outcast which is kind of ironic considering that shuby is now like the top dog in the house (laughs) um but uh they both feel very good about this conversation and shuby now feels very confident that sammy's not a catfish yeah um it's uh it was very heartwarming to see it kind of like had me like in my feels a little bit you know watching just you know how how much that conversation did seem to affect him um And once again, Sammy just sort of like, you know, keeping most things really close to her chest, but, you know, gradually coming out with more. Um, And this time it wasn't really prompted. Like it wasn't like as if he asked her to to say that she sort of just like did it on her own, um, which I think makes it a lot more, you know, impactful. Um, Mm -hmm. And it, you know, it, it, it works. So connection forged. Yes. Uh, And then we go from that to, uh, uh oh, Joey spilled some salt. What is he doing? My eyes trying to make more Brussels sprouts spilling salt. Can I just say just one really quick nerdy thing? When he spilled all that salt on that burning pan, I was like, what? I know what sugar, what happens to sugar when it burns? What happens to salt when it burns? And apparently salt like it kind of looked like it was burning. Yeah. It all all happens is that it just lights on fire. That's it. (laughs) But that was just my little quick little science research for the day. All right. Well, (laughs) we have the ratings results. They are in. We're gonna we're gonna see them now. Alert! In last place, which is seventh place, <laughs> Antonio. What a fall from grace, yo! All I just the way kept, down from number two. I kept thinking of Kate in the the UK series season one. I was just like, damn, damn, bruh. Yeah, uh, not. I mean, he he was correct in not wanting to be up there at first, um, mm-hmm. but I do. I feel like. Uh, couple of things here he was an influencer before i feel like his conversations are a little too transactional um and he's not really connected with many people on a personal level he's very strategic i think he's too strategic Mm -hmm. for this game right now um or at least too focused on only the strategy part i should say Uh, there's no such thing as being too strategic as long as you also have the other side of things and i feel like that's where he's lacking um so last place for antonio then tied for fifth just above him are Joey and Sammy. Sammy, who was also number one last time, is going to fall to second to last. Uh, I have a feeling we're going to see a lot of this on the U.S. Mm-hmm. version of the circle. I we've saw we've seen a lot of very stable ratings in the U.K. seasons, mm-hmm. but with the strategy-focused cast of the U.S. seasons, I have a feeling that as soon as you rise up, 
people are going to, there's going to be a, a, a rubber banding effect and you're going to be like, no, get them back down. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't let them be in power for too long. And I think we're going to see a lot of shifting. Yeah. And I don't, I don't think that anybody will be immune to that. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like, I feel like um, well, we saw, we don't really, we didn't see that that much in the UK version. It was always sort of like, if somebody was an influencer, they sort of like stayed above the pack for the, for most of the game um and also it kind of it, it helps if that same person is you know likable and you know relatable and all of that like tim from season two but i feel like even like somebody like shoe bomb like i would not i would not be surprised if you know he continues to decrease after this after this week even though he is a very likable person because we're just we just move different over here man like we we are cutthroat we like to see shit change we you know so it's not gonna be some some rays you know rays of sunshine daisies over here yeah we we were built on revolutions we don't need to like make a big thing of uh of having one and and uh overthrowing the power we just do it uh, yeah it's instant yeah no yeah <laughs> Um, so next up in fourth place is Mercedes, uh, which is just, it's just in the sweet spot here. Uh, doing, doing fine. I think, mm-hmm. um, then in third, just missing the cut is Rebecca. And, uh, I have to imagine that if Shuby had given Rebecca the number one, then Rebecca <laughs> would have been in that top spot. Yeah. I thought the same thing. I really don't know why he didn't do that. They must be really, really, that's crazy to me, but yeah. I mean, all right. I mean, she'll be safe regardless. So. Yes. Uh, so tied for first place, the two influencers influencers are Chris and Shuby, and uh, Shuby is ecstatic. It's like, oh, <laughs> and this is when he finally realizes what I've been thinking for a while, which is like, I've, I'm now, I love the thing, I, I, I'm like totally into this, and I, it's the thing that I hate. I don't know what happened to me. <laughs> He is the very Sith that we have been searching for. Like yeah. <laughs> he's a uh, he's he's been infected by the by the quick euphoria of uh, social media influence. So mm. I feel it. There it is. All right. So we have two new influencers. They're going to have to decide who to block. Miranda is immune, so they can only choose from five other people, uh, and that's. It's a pretty tricky spot here because uh, Sh- uh, Shuby's pretty close to most of those people. Chris mm-hmm. is pretty close to a lot of those people. Um, I feel like usually I'm pretty capable of figuring out who the person is going to be blocked because it's usually pretty easy to, to sort of figure out like who's the lowest common denominator on both of their sort of like overall lists of who they're close to. Like who is definitely going to be saved by this person? Who's definitely going to be saved yeah. by this person? Then between the people who are left. You can generally figure it out. Like I had a pretty good idea that Alana would be the person to go, uh, even though I was a little bit confused because I was watching the YouTube version, which was cut. And uh, I was waiting for like a scene that I saw in the preview from Alana that I hadn't seen yet. I was like, well, she can't go home yet. I haven't seen that scene because <laughs> it, it was cut. Um, anyway, uh, so I have not seen episode four. I do not know who goes, uh, who gets blocked. Um, so uh, we can get it. You, you don't know either, right? I do not know. No. So we can get into some pure speculation here. Um, I think that Chris will want to save, obviously, Mercedes, uh, which is maybe the one person that Shuby's not super close to. Uh, Chris put Mercedes at number one. So, yeah, I've, I think she's probably in a pretty good space. I think that Shuby will obviously want to save Joey. Uh, as his number one. Um, I would imagine that he also wants to save Rebecca, uh, which is maybe one of the people that could be in danger from Chris because I haven't seen them interact too much. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, then, so then we have uh, Sammy and Antonio, basically. Those are the only two people left. And Shuby is definitely going to want to save Sammy after that conversation. They did have a very good conversation, but he also did like Antonio. When Antonio was accused of being a catfish, Shuby didn't stand up and defend him, but he did say, oh, I don't think so. Like Antonio. Um, And we know that Antonio loves Shuby. He gave him the number one spot. But I do think that Antonio, for me, is my pick. I think Antonio is going to be blocked here. I think that Chris isn't particularly close to Antonio. And I think that Shuby has a connection with almost everybody left. Uh, and maybe Antonio is above some of the other people for Shuby, but I think those people are the people that Chris will want to save. So I, I feel like Antonio might be the, might be the, the one here. Yeah. I, I think that's fair because it, he, uh, like you said earlier, like his, 
conversations with everyone really aren't, they're, they're not very meaningful. Everything is, you know, everything is strategy with him. And even like, that's just how he operates. Even with, you know, him revealing all the little tidbits of information about himself during the, 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 the little game that they had. He was like, there's no way that anybody could think that I'm a catfish after this. Like, he just has like a very just like operational view of how this game is supposed to work. And that really is, you know, not the best way to go about it if you don't have any like heart behind it. So I could I could see him being blocked. I could see that happening. Yeah. All right. Well, that's what we've got for episode three. I'm excited to uh, to watch episode four. We will be back tomorrow night. That's Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern to uh, to talk about episode four and recap everything that's happened. Talk about all four episodes and what our thoughts are. Rob will be joining me along with some other guests for a roundtable. It's a live podcast, so should be a lot of fun. Uh, Amon, any 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 final thoughts here so far? I I am loving it. I'm so glad that um, this. Uh, has been brought over to the U.S. Like we all predicted, it's going to be one wild ride because we crazy, we crazy. And I just saw I was just browsing that the um, the the uh, French and the Brazilian one are also available. So uh, just, they're available now. I think so. I know oh, that they exist. Never mind. But never mind. They, I don't think the episodes are there. It was just the thumbnail. Okay, yeah. I got faked out. Never mind. Because um, I. Yeah, I I checked I checked um on Tuesday night to see if they were released early the US episodes and the page was there for them on Netflix but the episodes were not filled in yet so gotcha. uh, and and I I noticed that uh, the other the other two versions are also the same. Mm-hmm. Well the the very fact that they're even going to be available to us once they do hit is just just so much, so much content that I'm just ready to gobble up. So I think it, I think it'll be. I, I think they're really, <laughs> I think they're spacing them out, but uh, it should be interesting. Um, very, very interesting. Yeah, I don't really mind having to wait um, another week to see a bunch of more episodes. A lot of, a lot of people are complaining about it. Mm-hmm. I think I've seen I've seen some people like that are not like that accounts that I don't recognize. So they're not like from the BB stand, you know, universe. And a lot of people are like, "Why do we have like? Why can't we binge it? Because they're not used to, you know, just." watching netflix and not having to to wait so yeah uh, but i don't i don't mind it i think that it creates more anticipation and you know it you know it elongates the process so yeah all right well thank you so much for joining us uh if you uh if you want to follow him on on the on the internet you want to circle chat with him uh where where can people find you you can find me at amon adwin a-d-w-i-n x-x kiss <laughs> All right. Uh, and you can find me on Twitter at Armstrong Taren. Thank you so much once again. And I will see you next time. <laughs>